Hello there, and welcome to the next episode of How Good It Is, a show that takes a closer look at popular songs from the rock and roll era, and we look at some of the stories behind those songs and the artists who made them famous. My name is Claude Call, and man, am I sleep deprived. Hey, don't forget to check out the website, howgooditis.com, where you can find some stuff that I found interesting and some other things that don't necessarily fit well into the podcast. Also, go follow and like the show's Facebook page, which has some other stuff that will keep everybody busy. You can find that over at facebook.com slash howgooditispod. Okay, on with the show. I have um, another trivia question for you. Tell me, if you would, what these songs have in common, and this is in no special order. Go Away Little Girl, The Locomotion, Please Mr. Postman, Venus, Lean On Me, You Keep Me Hanging On, When a Man Loves a Woman, I'll Be There, and Lady Marmalade. Okay, what do all those songs have in common? Go Away Little Girl, Locomotion, Please Mr. Postman, Venus, Lean On Me, You Keep Me Hanging On, When a Man Loves a Woman, I'll Be There, and Lady Marmalade. And as usual, I will have the answer at the end of the show. Donovan Leach was already very well known in the UK when he finally had his first breakthrough hit in the US with Sunshine Superman in the summer of 1966, finally reaching number one in September of that year. Sunshine came softly through my window today. Incidentally, not a lot of people know this, but future Led Zeppelin members Jimmy Page and John Paul Jones are playing on this track. So it's entirely possible that Donovan was in, uh, responsible for the start of Led Zeppelin. There were some weird contractual issues that led to Sunshine Superman's release being delayed in the UK, so his albums around that time also have some weird mashups in the track listings, kind of what the Beatles went through with their first few albums. So while Sunshine Superman was going through its stuff that fall, Donovan came up with another single that wound up being the lead-off to his next album. Mellow Yellow was one of those songs that was misconstrued pretty much from the beginning. And I think the biggest rumor was that the song was about smoking dried banana skins, which a lot of people in the 60s thought would get you high. Now, how did that happen? Well, I'll tell you. Shortly after the song came out, an underground newspaper called the Berkeley Barb ran a satirical piece which claimed that banana skins contained a psychoactive substance called bananadine, which, if you smoked it, would give you a psychedelic high. The story was nonsense, of course, because the intent was really to try to fake authorities into banning bananas. The problem was the mainstream press didn't get the joke and they reported it as straight factual news. An article in the New York Times magazine called Cool Talk About Hot Drugs reported that banana scrapings provide, if anything, a mild psychedelic experience. Basically, everyone fell for the gag. It got to the point where the Food and Drug Administration had to do an investigation and report officially that banana skins are not psychedelic. But it didn't even matter. William Powell believed the original Berkeley Barb article to be true, and he included it in his book, The Anarchist Cookbook. So it wasn't even the stuff of urban legend. It was just a joke that spun out of control. But the truth is, Donovan was literally looking to capture the mellow vibes of the 60s. Just mad about saffron oh, Saffron's mad about me I'm just mad about saffron She's just mad about me They call me mellow yellow 
so Donovan strung together some phrases that he thought were kind of cool and groovy, and the song was born. It just so happened that the record was being released at a time when people were looking for hidden meanings in pretty much everything, and the song became a kind of Rorschach test where people came up with lots of different interpretations as to what the song was about. In June of 2011, the music magazine NME, New Music Express, straight up asked Donovan what was the song about. His answer was that it means, well, quite a few things. Being mellow, laid back, chilled out. They call me Mellow Yellow. I'm the guy who can calm you down. Donovan went on to recall that he and John Lennon used to look in the back of newspapers and pull out funny things that would end up in songs. And uh, so it's about being cool, being laid back, and also the electrical bananas that were appearing on the scene, which he notes specifically were ladies' vibrators. In another interview with SongFacts.com, he also noted specifically that getting mellow and laid back doesn't have to be with a smoke. It can be through meditation, he said, and it was meditation that became more serious for him and for the Beatles and presenting that in their music. Speaking of the Beatles, there are rumors that Paul McCartney is in this record somewhere, but where exactly that is isn't clear. Now, originally, it was thought that he was the guy whispering quite rightly, but to my ear and most other people's, that's clearly a Donovan. My personal opinion, and your mileage might vary on this one, is that he's one of the voices you hear in this party atmosphere during the bridge. I think that's him doing woo-woo-woo-woo, but you can hear him in other spots, too. You be the judge. I don't know. It just, it just, it, I think that's him. It sounds kind of like the shouting that you hear in the background, not in the background, but, but at the end of um, Hey Bulldog. It's the same kind of timber going on there. Anyway, one of the things I'm having a bit of a time wrapping my head around is the second verse, which begins, I'm just mad about 14. He doesn't sing it clearly on the record, but that's definitely what he sings when he's in concert. I'm just mad about 14. Some people got up in arms because they thought he was singing about 14-year-old girls in general, but I think, and this is strictly a guess on my part, that he was actually referring to actress Sue Lyon, who was an adult at the time, but a couple of years earlier had played the teenage lead in the film Lolita. They had a relationship around this time, so it might have been a subtle name check on her. The record went to number two in December of 1966 in the U.S. and to number eight in the U.K. a few months later. It was mostly a top 20 hit around Europe. Um, NME also asked Donovan why he thought the song did so well in the U.S., and his theory was that it had to do with driving. Many songs he said are heard on car radios, and if you don't like a song, well, you push a button and you're on another station. But in the case of Mellow Yellow, the beat is such that you can pretty much change gears in time with it. As it happens, Donovan wasn't one of those artists who was too cool to let his songs be used in commercials. In fact, he likes the idea of getting exposure for them, and of course, it's a new paycheck for the same work. In 1999, Mellow Yellow was used in a commercial for clothing retailer The Gap to promote their corduroy pants, which came in shades of saffron and yellow. The commercial was titled Everybody in Chords and was feature and featured about a dozen young adults singing the song. Now the little glitches you're going to hear in this commercial, it's not surface noise because it's not a record. It's actually um, videotape kind of snaring a little bit. I'm just mad about saffron. Saffron's mad about me. I'm just mad about saffron. She's just mad about me. They call me mellow yellow. 
Oddly enough, nobody in the ad is wearing yellow, and given the image resolution of 1999, it's tough to tell whether they're even wearing cords. I'm going to link to the ad on the webpage. Take a look, because you're going to see a couple of future stars in it. The melody was used also in 1987 for a dairy commercial, uh, basically extolling the virtues of butter. The spot also has a young actor in it, James Wolvet, in one of his first TV appearances. He and his girlfriend are giving each other the sexy eyes over a bowl of popcorn. Okay. Now in 1979, the Coca-Cola company came up with a new citrus flavored soda that was intended to compete with Mountain Dew. And it was called Mellow Yellow, but without the W's. Okay. M-E-L-L-O-Y-E-L-L-O. The song wasn't used in the advertising, however, probably because it was being marketed as the world's fastest soda, not the world's most mellow soda. Mellow Yellow never really took off the way they wanted it to, and in 2011 it was remarketed as a soda, which might in fact mellow you out, and that's why they chose to use the song in some of their commercials. The song has been covered several times, including by Big Maybell in 1967, and this version from 1970. The language you're listening to is Czech. And the performer is singer-actor Vaclav Nekar. Uh, it was also more recently covered by Abraham Mateo for the film Minions, and it was translated into Portuguese for the South American market also for that film. All right, it's time to answer the trivia question. At the top of the show, I had asked uh, what a bunch of songs all had in common, and the answer is all of them reached the number one position on the Billboard Hot 100 more than once by more than one artist. So we have Go Away Little Girl. It was recorded by Steve Lawrence in 1963 and by Donny Osmond in 1971. The Locomotion charted for Little Eva in 1962 and again for Grand Funk in 1974. I thought Kylie Minogue's version also would have made this list, but it only peaked at number three. Uh, Please Mr. Postman was a hit for the Marvelettes in 1961 and for the Carpenters in 1975. Uh, Venus topped the chart for Shocking Blue in 1970 and for Bananarama in 1986. Lean on Me chartered for Bill Withers in 1972 and for Club Nouveau in 1987. You Keep Me Hanging On went to number one for The Supremes in 1966 and for Kim Wilde in 1987. When a Man Loves a Woman was a hit for Percy Sledge in 1966 and Michael Bolton in 1991. I'll Be There went to number one for the Jackson 5 in 1970 and for Mariah Carey in 1992. And finally, Lady Marmalade was a big hit for LaBelle in 1975 and the rec version recorded by Christina Aguilera along with uh, Maya, Lil' Kim, and Pink for the Moulin Rouge soundtrack also reached the top of the charts. And that's it for this edition of How Good It Is. If you want to get in touch with me, well, you can email me at howgoodpodcast at gmail.com or 
You can follow me on Twitter at HowGoodItIsPod. You can also visit, like, and follow the show's Facebook page at Facebook.com slash HowGoodItIsPod, or you can check out the show's website, HowGoodItIs.com, where I throw in a few extra bits for you. Thanks, as usual, to Podcast Republic for featuring the show, and next time around, we're going to find out how good it is to get back under the covers. Thank you so much for listening, and I will see you next time. <laughs>